0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Discover the transformative power of inner voice, a tarot deck of affirmations. Explore your true self, seek guidance and find empowerment through ancient wisdom and modern insight. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash tarot. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives. Whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal, our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. Welcome to another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. I am your host, Laura West, and I am joined today by Aliana Ziva. She is a medium, animal medium, and author. Hello, Aliana. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hi, Laura. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. Anytime I could talk about spirit guides, mediumship, animal mediumship. I'm just really excited to talk to anybody who, who can share the experiences that they've had with that because it's a wonderful reminder that they also go on and they're also still with us. So very excited to jump in and have conversation with you. But to get us started, I first wanted to ask you, how has Spirit guided your life?
1: Well, i say over the last six years, it has been a journey coming home to myself. But until six years ago, I was always searching for answers and searching for solutions for my mental and physical health. Before 2017, I was the younger woman with all the voices within my mind, and it was also like that as a child. But it was something that I kept to myself growing up, also in my 20s. And all those voices, if I would sit in a room with other people, or if I walked next to the graveyard in the village of where i grew up i was never left alone but it wasn't until 2017 where i met an american teacher here in denmark who did energy clearing on me and in five minutes all those voices and all that inner control left me that day and that moment to me was my miracle that was where the greatest shift in my life took place and then These voices, they started to show up in my life, but they showed up with a name. That same day, I drove home one hour from Copenhagen, (laughs) capital of Denmark, and I spoke to my grandfather that had passed a couple of years before for four hours, and I could see him completely standing there in the living room when I came home that night. So it was one American teacher in an osteopathy class in Copenhagen, but it was for sure my grandfather that was like my great opening to everything that wanted to come through. But since that day, it has been guided. And I do hear them as voices like I will hear your voice.
0: Ooh, that's amazing. So definitely audience Sounds like clairvoyant as well. And I'm sure lots of the other ones mixed in there too. So have you had quite that profound experience with spirit like you did that first time with your grandfather since?
1: Yeah, my grandfather, he would show up all the time. I would say until 2020. <laughs> he was really always there supporting me guiding me but all of my spirit guides in 2017 they presented themselves with their names and some left over the years of 18 and 19 and I had a great message that I had to be prepared for March 2020. Wow. Because my spirit guide said something will affect the entire world so I took Two years of my life where it was about healing myself because with what I see, I have worked with many people and especially horses, and I do see health has always been one of the things that I've been doing quite a lot in my life. But it was a time where I was being presented with my own health, so it was like a journey of taking care of everything that I saw within myself, but my spirit guides. They were always telling me what was going on within me. So if I had a bacteria, I had all toxins in my body and I had chronic pain for so many years. And that really led me to looking at myself and my own health, including a tumor in my chest. So that was a time in my life where I would lean into my spirit guides more than ever. And that was a time in my life where I got to know them in a new profound way.
0: I've had similar experience in the sense that the first time always seems to have to be the most profound so that it leaves no doubt in your mind what it is that you're experiencing. So for you to have those physical ailments that you yourself experience working with your guides, it was like you had to have that experience to then trust and know what it was like to then help others. It's so interesting how they work that way. And my grandmother played a big part in my spiritual journey as well. So I can uh, appreciate having that family member there alongside at the beginning of the journey. So Spirit Guides, I know you briefly mentioned that that's when you met them and saw them and they presented themselves to you. And we just briefly jumped over (laughs) that. But I am going back to that because that (laughs) sounds like an amazing experience. Would you care to share what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because those that were with me, I had a Native American woman that was with me. She presented herself as Maggie. did have a spirit guide that had been with me since 2010 when I traveled the States for the first time that I met in Yosemite National Park. But that time where everything got so clear... And someone like her and I was there Googling her and you could see photos of her and how she would be in that local area. So all of my guides, many of them that showed up by name, they were really people that you could look up online. So it was like a new discovery for me that those that presented themselves, I could see them not only with my inner eye, but I can also see them with my physical eyes, so at night time when I would walk around, taking care of my horses, we do live here on open meadow, so there's no street lights here, so when it's dark, it's dark. I would see her move around in the evening. In the beginning it was overwhelming because it was all of the visions that I had tried to escape from when I was a child. Working at the hospital and the clinics when I was younger, I started my younger years and a humane physiotherapist. I was working with people in a way where I would have a lot of visions. So when someone like her, she showed up because it was a sense of me coming home. And I felt I was with my tribe. I felt that everything was natural, but she had a way of always standing around the corner. I always felt that she was the one preparing me for what was now, but she was always preparing me what was really around the corner, because when I do walk around in town, there will be days where I do see the spirit of a girl standing in front of a cafe. And when it shows up, I was in a time in my life where I had to be fully present when I was in a phase of discovering myself, but also being present with other people. So I'm not the one that sits and, you know, (laughs) that will... In a daze. (laughs) So she was representing a lot, but she was really helping me to heal from all of my past traumas of a time in my life where I did feel as a child, where spirits, they took over and it was a control. And that control, it was like out of my hands when they spoke through me. It was child, it was like someone wanted to take over your body. I didn't share this with anyone as a child because I was afraid to have that label. as crazy because I heard all those stories from the women that I would listen to those stories from my great-grandmother of how her mom was and where she was placed and being put on meds. So just, you know, I grew up listening to all of those stories, so I kept quiet.
0: Yeah, talk about some uh, generational trauma that you are now healing by being out there and speaking your truth. So, you said that they presented to you with their name. What was that like?
1: As I was a child, I don't always say their full names, but as a child, I would speak to someone like John. And when I say John, John, when he was playing the song Country Roads, that was one of my favorite songs. He was one of the first spirits that as a child, I could hear his voice and see him standing there in my living room. So It was familiar because that's how it was when I was a child. But it was overwhelming when they showed up with their names because I knew that they were there for me. I was so used to meeting clients where yeah, it was natural that a dad would show up and a pet that had passed. So that was my safe space when I was with clients. So it was... Dealing with taking care of clients and then taking care of yourself and your own journey where it was all these memories from childhood that came through, but they always present themselves with name when they show up. But often it is really those great teachers that created a whole lot for all of us when they were here.
0: Yeah. Okay, so take us along that journey where you went from – experiencing these things on your own and trying to make sense of it all to putting yourself out there and starting to do it for others
1: Hmm. because that was a great shift in my life
0: I bet (laughs) (laughs) I was 26
1: I'm 39 now and I was 26 when I started my own business but it was as a humane and equine physiotherapist and I was always hiding behind that title and I was the woman that was like my name driving around here in most of Denmark. My business was driving on the open road, going from one client's house to the next. And sometimes I was the weird one. Sometimes I was the one wearing the silver hat because I would always pick up, especially when I worked with the horses, because they would speak and they would share what was wrong with them. And when you navigate in, in the world with animals, especially horses, there's a direct way of always sharing a story coming from the horse that can have that proof right away so when there was something wrong and a horse would share that people would go to the vet and come back and say hey (laughs) you were right (laughs) but the horse was always right and that was where I was navigating and still feeling safe but then in 2018 I knew I had to make a shift so I started to show up online and speak my truth and Talk about my life and talk about my spirit guides and how life in general with them is and talk about my childhood. But it would leave me that after four months, all of my clients that I had worked with for nearly eight years, they walked away and friends from my life over 15, 20 years. So over four months, clients and friends, they left the building. So it was a time in my life where I had to attract new clients into my business. And my mission is in the US and it's always been that coming online. So it was a great shift, but I wanted that still to be present. My clients here in Denmark, while you do follow something new that feels so right. But it was something that I had to go through. So after seven months online with no clients, (laughs) it shifted and people, they started to come. But it was a great shift, standing strong in your truth and honoring your own gifts and having that great faith from your own knowing, but also from what your spirit guides. They will tell you always to do, and that is really trust what is coming through and act on what they bring to you.
0: Well, Aliana, you're such a testament to what courage looks like and what perseverance looks like, I think that a lot of people wouldn't be able to handle what you went through. All of that rejection and judgment that we fear coming out of this spiritual closet. (laughs) And that's like the biggest fear, right? And so people experience that. But people like you also make it through and really make positive changes in people's lives, including animals. So when did you know that you could communicate with animals? I think that's fantastic. And I think animals are so pure and loving and what a great living being to connect with. So what was that like for you when you first realized you could do
1: that? As a child, I knew I could speak to them. It may seem like fantasy world that you may live in as a child, but I could hear them and I was 11 years old when I got my first horse and I had her until I was 18 years old. That day where we had to put her down, that was where I really felt that the only thing that I was still holding on to to my childhood was that horse. And that horse really taught me to be present and she was always there for me she was always carrying me and it was riding with no helmet no saddle no bridle that was just simply the halter and it would be full gallop on the beach and in the forest so those years I knew but as a teenager I started to suppress a whole lot and as I said before I, I was hiding all of this but then I followed this path And I knew that I had a calling with the animals. So this was really guided by spirit. But when I was 24, I saw an article about a woman here in Denmark that works with horses. And I said to my husband, I want that. I want to create my own business like that. It was like snapping with your fingers. (laughs) And I didn't know anyone at that time in that age that had their own business. I was like... I'm going to go out there and I want to be one of the best here in Denmark, being that 24 years old, I want to work with those horses. And in in a couple of years, that was a successful thing. And I created a business in six months and the horses became my living. And every time I would meet a new horse, they would speak to me. But I always met them when they were in pain, when they were suffering, struggling, so it was like a process over some years. But the shift there in 2017, two years, two days after that day, I met that American teacher. Then I would meet a horse that I had known for years. I hadn't seen her for quite a while. And as soon as I entered the stable, then she looked at me <laughs> like in a new way. And then she was like, now you can hear me. Now I can tell you what is truly wrong with me. It blew my mind because from that day meeting the animals, and it's been like that ever since, that they want to share everything. They trust. So when I came in there and said, I'm here, because now this teacher had told me one thing and he said, you already feel, you just got to listen. So when I showed up with that mantra, show up here with an open heart, I just got to listen. Then it became a journey of all of these animals speaking more and more. But over the last four years, I've had the honor of speaking with many different animals. So it's always something different. I met a snake some weeks ago here in Denmark, and I got to hold her and I got to speak with her. When you're also there in the physical room with them, it really is an experience because... Many of the people that I do meet online that I speak with them, and, but it's also a different experience when you do meet those animals out there in the physical room as well.
0: So do you connect with them clairaudiently, and do they speak to you in words?
1: Yeah, they do. Got it. Many of them are very good at showing me visions at the same time, and if they are feeling a pain, I allow that to be mirrored. I will also feel their pain, but it's very short that I will feel that pain. But it's more like a message of you got to pay attention to this. Especially when I work with flight animals, they always want to share the root cause to how they feel. And that is something that I've really learned and honored over the last four years that flight animals, they always want to talk about the root cause to everything. They always want to lean into that safe energy.
0: Is there anything that you've learned in all the readings that you've done with animals that you could share for the listener as to how they can listen to animals and tune into their own animals?
1: That is the simple energy. I'm also using this when I'm teaching people in animal mediumship, because when you choose to see them for who they are, and that's a very simple energy to show up and choose to see them for who they are. Know we can create these beautiful words that we feel connected to, but everyone can sit with the sense of tapping into their third eye chakra and continue to tap while you start saying, I see you for who you are, while you breathe. And as soon as your fingers they will stop, then the animals. They really want you to continue this conversation of you seeing them for who they are. So tapping into the third eye chakra, that is a simple way. And I've experienced this with many of my clients, that when you tap into seeing them for who they are, then they are ready to speak to you. And then there's another point that I always use, and that is from the left clavicle bone, where you slide into the first soft point that you meet And then when you tap in here and you allow yourself to have an open heart to them, it's kind of like two simple steps. And this is what I've found with working with clients is that everyone can be in a state of inner peace and really listen also with words, what a dog, what a cat will say when they are really taking that moment to sit in that sacred space and really listening. So when we sit here and I have an open heart to you, Then follow this until the fingers, they will stop, and then there's a connection. And then I'm always encouraging people to ask their animal, ask their pet one question. And then simply wait, and then allow those words to come through. I've not met anyone yet where they didn't hear (laughs) the words (laughs) that came through.
0: Ooh, I can't wait to try that with my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really looking forward to what he has to say. So speaking of connecting with animals or connecting in general with spirit, can we talk about predictions and readings? and the strength and the power of those.
1: Yeah, because we are in a time now where I feel it's more exciting than ever. I do readings on myself daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And I love that everyone, including you, <laughs> <laughs> that all of us, we can be our own mediums. And I often tell my clients that it's not a 10-year study to be your own medium. We can do these predictions ourselves. We do these readings ourselves, and kind of the same point that I was sharing here from everything that I see, that is what I always teach my clients, is that what they see, and this is very simple, so when people, they start their day, they can start their day by seeing their day, and I my encourage those that I meet, that they speak loud in front of the mirror, or they record themselves without judging what comes through but simply start a conversation and that's a very simple way to start a reading on yourself from what you see because when you speak from what you see then it's so simple for spirits to speak to you if there's something that you are questioning then they always want to bring in that message that will be empowering to what you see and when that connection what we see connected to what we hear from them then it's that deep trust then we're back to the trust again that is really felt over the chest and the heart all the way down into the gut is that we lean into wow this is my month and these themes they are presenting to me now and i really love that they will show up and they will share their themes I have 21 themes <laughs> for November. <laughs> <laughs> so When I see that on a piece of paper, there will still be days where my mind is like, that's a whole lot for one month. When I, when I sit down and do a reading on myself, then I allow that flow from what I see. And then when I acknowledge that natural stuff, then spirits, they will come in. And then they will tell me, certain dates to be aware of and they will tell me what to act on. And that's how your name showed up. (laughs) Let's hear this story. (laughs) I have an agency in LA that I work with and they often arrange podcasts for me and other things. But then I'm also here in my own flow. So this joining a podcast like this, this is my passion. I love to show up, you know, in a space like this. And I always want to follow what comes through. So three weeks ago, I was simply sitting there with my journal and I was like, yeah, bring it on. Reveal them to me. I want to know (laughs) (laughs) who to reach out to. I want to know their names. And then I heard Laura. What? (laughs) On Instagram. So if you type in Laura and medium and podcast, she will show up. So you showed up Wow! when I typed in those words on Instagram. And they said, when you see her, you will know. And it will feel like you've met her before.
0: It just warms my heart. So excited to hear how you <laughs> connected with me. Thank you so much for doing so.
1: I saw you and I immediately, you know, when yeah. I wrote that email, and I press send. As soon as I press send, I was listening to my spirit guide, like, You've met before, you know her. And then I was sitting there with the energy and, like, Yeah, I know Laura. Like, we go way back. That was like an emotion to begin with. And I'm always curious. So when he shows up, then I always have a curious mind. Like, Yes. <laughs> I'm like that child. I really want to know. <laughs> But it's so simple for me to connect with my knowing and connect with my memory. It's a simple thing that I do with everything in life, connecting to my past lives. Because if it's something that is like an resistance, then I do the energy clearing on myself. But when it's something where I feel the joy right away, then it's that past that I always want to dive into, and then I want to (laughs) know. No, but I want sure. more of this because <laughs> I cannot use the past where it's the resistance. Like, that was back then. Now, this is now. <laughs> this is who I am now. But yeah. I was seeing the 1740s and I was actually being brought to mid France. And being brought to mid France, I was seeing myself walking down a street. Not like a paved street, but like a dirty street. That's what I would say it looked like. Like a dirty street yeah. with all the dirt and the sand. And I was looking around, looking for a place to be, looking for a place to, yeah, simply hang out. I felt lost. I saw myself knocking doors and seeing all of these tiny homes, but where they're very close together, walking down this street and looking down on myself wearing like this dirty filthy dress from walking many miles and then I saw your smile when I knocked on one of the doors I saw you as a woman and also it's not like this all the time but I did see myself as a woman and I saw that you invited me in and then I saw other women there as well I really got the vibe that it was like a safe house. Oh,
0: not a brothel?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Yeah, it could have been. I, I know. <laughs> that year you're in France, it could have been. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> was you like hiding women, allowing them to be in that space? And I know that. That I have a natural calling these days where it is for, now I'm saying all mediums, for all mediums to walk safe mm-hmm. and freely here on earth without being judged. And that is what I get here with you for sure <laughs> <And> now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a place where we can say everything that we want. Oh yeah. But that is where I saw you and then I was receiving the number 17 days that I got to hang out with you back then. And there was music playing in that house. It was like the violin, but it's not familiar for me to listen to that kind of music. I'm all about country now. So if I would hear anything with a violin, it would be country music. Like a fiddle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that really came through and I felt this gratitude. This came through over two, three minutes when I press send on that email and it felt, oh. and then it's like everything releases from the chest every time I honor that space. And voicing what I really see and allowing that to come through. But not always, yeah. <laughs> always a calling that I speak of a past life. But with you here, I really felt that this is home and we've been hanging oh, out. I love before. it.
0: Maybe we live in different countries now because technology will bring us together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so fantastic. That speaks to me in so many ways because. I like the idea of having this safe space for people to share. And anytime there are naysayers, which I do get people saying, very unkind things, it just pisses me off at first, but then it makes me want to be louder. So (laughs) just like keep bringing the people in and sharing our stories because people that come on feel like they're authentic with their journeys. So happy to be that space for them. And you brought up 17 days, which is interesting that the number of days even came to you, but one and sevens are my numbers. So I'm not surprised that those numbers came in thank you so much for sharing that. And I mean, I could share that I've always wanted to visit Paris and France, but who doesn't? So I I don't know how significant that is. But anyway, I really appreciate you sharing that with me and for the listener as well, because I don't know, there's something about hearing stories like that. It's nice, especially when most of the times when we visit past lives, at least for me, it's been something traumatic, something I've had to work through. So it's nice when you get to hear about a past life that was more empowering. And I'm sure it had its downs as well as its ups. It sounded like it was a tough time then, but the memory was a nice one to share with you. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Ooh, and I love that because we can go back and we can pick up an energy. I really pick up the energies from my past also my past lives, because it empowers me in the way that I feel now in my life. I always feel it's like I don't drink energy drink, but it is like an energy drink. It's really a booster to your confidence, and it puts everything into perspective of the one that I choose to be now. I always sit with this. "Mm, That's why. That's why I want to go there. That's why I want to visit there. That's why I know I got to go meet some people now in the States (laughs) when I'm traveling soon. (laughs) So it's so connected and it's so revealing that we can see so much more clear in this present moment if we allow ourselves to go back and then take all that good with us.
0: Yes, the good and not just the hard stuff, but the good stuff too. You're so right. (laughs) So, oh, that's fantastic. I love
1: it. So you showed up. And when I saw your name, one of my spirit guides, he's quite the talker. He was like, Laura, she already said yes.
0: (laughs) 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 You must talk to my guide. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw your email come through, I was like, uh, yes, how did I not connect with her sooner? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that story. That just gave me goosebumps. I love being a part of somebody else's (laughs) connection with their own spirit. I don't know. There's something about that that just
1: gets me super excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they know about me. They arrange everything for us and they do speak. I love the vibe from your spirit guides they are
0: oh, yeah. great standing there <laughs> yeah. next they evening. are yes and they're funny which I love <laughs> oh it's so great okay so when you first were talking about doing a reading for yourself I'm like oh gosh how do you do that it sounds hard because <laughs> we're emotionally involved in our lives and da 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 but then when you started mentioning writing it down I'm like oh yeah I've channel written for myself before like I've had questions or I've had situations happen and I'm like how am I supposed to navigate this so I go pen to paper and I just write whatever comes through. So I guess in a way that would be like doing a reading for myself. So that answered my question, listening to you explain it. But how do you keep the emotional aspect out of it and start to hope that it goes one way or start to, well, how can it go this way because of this person and that person? And so getting me out of the way of my own reading, I find that the channel writing is helpful for that.
1: It really is. And that is why when I do work with my clients, the same thing, working yeah. with the animal. You're open to receive and then start from what you see. Because when you start to do a reading from what you see, then your mind will leave out any thought.
0: Yeah, it's helpful. But that does take practice, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, it's a daily practice. And that is why I, I tell someone, go record yourself for one week and then start recording yourself from I see and then follow what comes through until there's a natural stop. Because speaking of everything that you see, until there's a natural stop, then you will feel the energy of who you are and you will feel the energy of your psychic abilities.
0: I love it. And I think for those who have any interest in even doing that, obviously are meant to go down that path, which means that they already have that tendency to be that intuitive and that connected. Let's talk about everyday mediumship. Hmm.
1: (laughs) That I love because everything that I eat, everything that I drink, I am also quite a nerd. So I want to know everything that was my life that I always wanted to know. So that shift of where it was looking for something for now, today it's my lifestyle. Everyday mediumship that's my way of living. So when I see a day, that is something that I always do first thing in the morning. Because I'm standing there in the restroom anyway. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so speaking with myself and then speaking with my team of spirit guides... That is a time. I'm a mom. So that is where I am on my own when I'm standing there taking care of my skin and putting on some makeup. I don't sit and journal in the morning. I did do that some years ago. But my voice, that is my greatest expression. So I've come to learn over years now that when I speak and I express myself with my voice, that's where I always feel connected to my gifts as well at the same time. Because when I speak with my loud voice, then I'm always having a new experience once again that my mind is not asking those questions and I really love the peaceful mind when I'm talking (laughs) not that I don't have questions and I do have days where I'm overwhelmed with emotions and thoughts as well but my mind now is so used to me speaking from what I see so if there's something that I need to know for the upcoming week, then every Sunday, that is like one of my weekly practices, that every Sunday I do really take that me time. Then I receive their messages. That is what I always lean into, all of their messages. So I will write down the themes that I will receive for the week, write down the themes for the given day, and then I will write down all the messages for the Monday, for the Tuesday. And then it's so spot on. When I do that, then it's spot on. I get many aha moments in life where you go out there and you feel surprised when something shows up, when something happens in your life. It's not that I see everything and I know everything, but I do feel that that guided life is that I don't get the feeling of getting sidetracked. I have not felt that for three years in my life now. I never feel that I'm getting sidetracked. I always feel that I'm on the right path in my life. So that is empowering to know that where I am now, sitting here with you, to where I'm going, that it's always on the right path. I'm not taking any detours in my life.
0: That's right. Which probably helps when it feels like things aren't going your way, but if it's still part of the path least you know okay if I can make it through this I'm meant to go through this I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna make it through so that's really helpful too so what services do you offer for people and how can they
1: find you well you can go to my website elianathemedium.com and currently my calendar is open for the rest of the year and the beginning of the year where I offer one hour readings you can also get my book 22 letters from uncle jack there that is a book of really getting to know your own spirit guide and mastering your own gifts, especially in the way that you listen. So it's 22 letters that changed my life to feel the reality of who I am. That is also linked there. So that is what I currently offer. And I'm always open here for chats like this. <laughs> yeah,
0: wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you wrote a book on how people can connect with their spirit guides. Sounds amazing. Can you give a tip or two on how people can get started with connecting with their own spirit guides?
1: Mm-hmm, because they want to show up with their name. And a fun exercise that was given to me by my spirit guide, I will call him Uncle Jack like in the book. He was the one that said, close your eyes. And then you look to the right. And then you breathe in and allow yourself to be open to receive. And then you're very honest and say, tell me your name. And then you do the same thing. Close your eyes. And then you look to the left. And then tell me your name. The one on the right side. That's my experience. often is the strongest one of them. And the strongest one of them is the one that can really speak to our mind, where we can hear. Many people always hear this as their own inner voice. For many people, like you said, you spoke also to a grandparent, often it will be that familiar energy, warm hearted energy. So when someone starts a new moment, like listening and connecting to a spirit guide, it will present in a form that one is ready to receive. And the one on the left side, I often call them like the go-getters. There can be more of them standing on on the left side. They take care of everything in our life. So if we want to know what is the best breakfast to serve us, we can ask those on the left. They will go out there and say, this is the recipe for this smoothie for this month. And this is where you will cleanse your kidneys and you will cleanse your liver. All those messages will come through even when it's about what to have for breakfast. But the strongest one of them, that is what everyone, especially this month, they deserve to have that connection to the strongest one of them because they can truly hear. They don't need to sit on 10 readings to be able to connect with their own spirit guides. They can sit here and enjoy your podcast, your show here.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. So to help wrap up our interview... I was wondering if any entity from the spirit world had a message to share for the listener for the time that they hear this episode.
1: Yeah, I've seen this comment because over the last three weeks, it really has presented to me on social media, you know, all those people that passed away over the last three weeks. And when they show up, they show up representing like a collective energy And we are now to enter a month where there's a lot of grief still. We've been in a month now, not something that I've experienced personally, but I do pick up on when there's a collective grief. And then there's stress that is still hanging over people's heads from 21. That is still an energy that is there. It's often that daily brain fog to many people these days, and it's blurry to... The natural instinct, the natural intuition. So people really deserve to know what is their path this month and what is going on in the collective. And I really hear from those that recently passed that they experienced 21 as that year where so much creativity came through. And that is the good that I'm taking with me when I see someone that recently passed, that that creativity that many people experienced when they had many days to themselves, they followed that creativity and they put it into words and they put it into written letters. And many people, they started in 21 and then it didn't really happen. And that timing is now. I can sense your audience here. So many in your audience sit out there with this great greatness in them where they co-create all the time with spirit. And it is a time now to look at what you created in twenty one. And I do hear that, especially your audience, that if they look back on their 21 and they see what they recreated that year, then it's time to pull it out of the bag now. And that will naturally release them from everything that seems blurry. That is like that brain fog where you want to wash away (laughs) everything that is sitting here on the frontal part of the mind. So you can really tap into what you did create. Because many of us, we are being invited to show up with what we created in 21. So we can lean back now and talk about what we really love. And know that that is a simple path when we talk about what we love. So since many in your audience here are new in their own businesses and it's a great thing now to look back at your twenty-one and let that one thing from twenty-one be a lifestyle also where financial freedom can come to people with ease because it's something that they already
0: created. I love that message, aliada It's so true. I think that a lot of people that I at least encountered had a lot of awakenings and things really took off for them. Me being one of them, like in 2020 was when things really took off as far as mediumship and stuff for me too. So I could see how it's time to now put into action (laughs) everything that we created, just like you said. So, Beautiful message. Thank you so much. And Eliana, I really want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us your knowledge and your journey so far. I really do appreciate you. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And it's been an absolute pleasure to sit here in this space with you. And I want to say it feels like home.
0: Oh, I love it. Well, that's my goal is to make sure people feel comfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm glad to hear it. And that was another episode of a Guided Life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at linktr.ee forward slash guided west. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always.